3: Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, Spider VPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favorite websites and streams by using Spider VPN. They have some amazing offers right now and I come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org. And uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Extra Time Show. This is the show where we uh, talk about the game that's just gone and we look ahead to the games coming up. Of course, Wolves uh, on a great run at the moment. We uh, had a fantastic win away against Tottenham. At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, 2-0 after that defeat to Arsenal, who celebrated like they'd won the Champions League. And Wolves then followed that up with that win against Tottenham. It was a big, big test. Wolves needed to get a result to keep the pressure on the teams around them and above them in the league table in that chase for European football and whisper it, even the chase for Champions League football, you have to say Wolves are in the mix. It might be unlikely, more likely that we'll finish in a, a Europe, another European spot. But we're in the mix, and by winning that game against Leicester, it was a massive, massive step forward. And we've got big games coming up against Arsenal and a chance, perhaps, to get our revenge back on Arsenal on Thursday night. So we've got some fantastic guests uh, coming on today. we were absolutely packed in the green room. And I'm delighted to welcome my first guest back on the channel, for after a, a, a bit of a while out, Jason. I'm loving the Goodyear tire shirt that you've got That's there, it. proper retro. Cheers, Dave, mate. We've missed you. We've missed you. Tell everyone why you've been away for so um, long. Well, listen,
0: uh, I've, I've been renovating my house, and I was living in a caravan, and the broadband there was nearly as bad as yours, Dave.
3: Mate, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I, I, I can't believe it. I build up to a show and everything's working. And then all of a sudden i got an internet outage and I'm just like, oh, great. It's not great, is it, when you're oh, about to
0: go live? Don't worry. And uh, my wife's pregnant and she's about to give birth on Thursday. So it's a busy week.
3: Congratulations. Loads Thank of you. people here uh, saying hi to you, Jason. It's so good to have you back because the one thing that Jason always gives us is a very, very honest opinion uh, Good or bad You always say how it is And I also should say that Jason is also the host Of a fantastic Wolves podcast uh, The Wolf Whistle podcast And if you haven't checked that out Make sure you do because uh, he interviews Old players and You've uh, also got the book which we've already got a comment On it, we've already got a copy of And I think there, there's still some for sale On those, isn't there Jason?
0: Yeah, still a few of the signed ones <clears throat> So if you hit me up on Twitter uh They've got 28 signatures in, and every penny goes to uh, charity. So, and But thank you to everyone for your support, and thank you, Dave, for your kind words as well.
3: No, and loads of people here in the uh, chat are saying congratulations. We do have people from all over the world uh, tuning in normally, so uh, wherever you are, let us know in the uh, comments below. Uh, Roger Tomlinson is saying he loves the retro jersey, uh, uh, Jason. <laughs> thank you, can, you. You can me from the club shop now, can't you?
0: Yeah, but I I did a little uh, hack. You see, so I bought the one from the club shop, and then I went online on eBay and I bought the Molyneux patch and uh, ironed it on, so it looks like an original one when actually it isn't.
3: That's fantastic, mate! It's cracking that is. I also just want to say a big thanks to uh, Spider VPN, uh, your VPN who supplied VPN routers to your home to, to secure all your devices for uh, powering the podcast today, Jason. Whew. I take it you were there in the rain at the weekend.
0: Yes, I certainly was. And um, although it wasn't a a brilliant performance, I think the fact that we've got three points against a good Leicester City side, they are a good side. I know that, you know, they've had a few injuries and run a form. But to get three points against that side is, is fantastic. And when you're winning games and not playing particularly well, as we did against Leicester, that's very encouraging. But if you look at the last six league games now with five wins, it puts us in a really, really strong position. And it's important that, um, you know, we don't get too carried away. And yes, we can all think about fourth place and etc., which would be unbelievable. But it'd also be unbelievable to finish in the top seven or eight, of course it would. And the position we're in now is, is, is just fantastic, considering we haven't had a particularly positive transfer window. Um, and you, you look at Neto's back now. Now, that's like a new signing, Dave. You know, so oh,
3: mate. I'd you what he he had us off our feet for the for the short cameo that he uh that he did that that run that he did at the end as well. I yeah. don't think he quite realised that he maybe could have hit it earlier because there's no one near the goal. And he literally yeah. tried to run it past everyone and then he just skewed it at the end, didn't he? He did, he did. And
0: you know, he's a really exciting player, netto is as he's and I'll tell you what, um Pedence, I love him. Um I think he's a great player and he just just gives us something different. Listen, are we going to miss Traore? There's, there's stages of games where he'd come on for the last 20 minutes and cause havoc. He doesn't want to be that impact player. So losing him, I don't think it's as great a loss as, as we're going to fear. especially with Neto coming back, especially now Pedens, who's clearly a confidence player, getting a good run of games. I think he's only going to get better and better.
3: Oh, mate, absolutely. To be honest, Jason, I was a little... Maybe most of us was a little... I thought maybe he'll be on the bench. Will he bring him on um, in the rain and the slippy conditions? He went down at one point, didn't he? And I thought, oh, no. And But he got back yeah. up again. And I thought he might have saved him, but he didn't. He put him on. And he just looked so enthusiastic when he came on. And the one thing that we've been missing... And uh, I know Traore gets us off our, uh, used to get us off our seats. We do yep. like that a winger at Wolves. But he's so direct. He's so direct. And um, if that's a taster of what's to come when he gets, because he obviously ain't going to be fully match fit yet. No. And of course, we've got Wang back as well. And it's yep. for the first time this season. We've actually, uh, Bruno says, we've got a fully fit squad. What a stage of the season to have all your players available.
0: Well, exactly. Once again, I think that's, Um, testament to the medical departments at Wolves because, you know, we've been quite lucky with injuries over the past few seasons or probably unlucky over the last 12 months. But the longevity since even Nuno was here, we we haven't been, you know, we've been quite fortunate with injuries. And like you said, these players coming back now, I mean, listen, it's easy to forget how good Neto was and how good he's going to be. Um, And he's still, what is he, 21 years of age? I mean, listen...
3: Is, is a youngster, but you've got like eight Norrie on the other side, 19 or 20. Yeah. We saw Luke Kundall play against Tottenham, and he didn't yeah. look out of place, did he, he last week? 19 I mean, years of age.
0: Luke Kundall, was it a 96% pass accuracy rate? Oh, yeah. or I mean, that's incredible. And, you know, I think, yes. Luke Kendall obviously he's not a big big name at the minute, and but he's just come in and slotted in perfectly. And Bruno Lage isn't going to give him an opportunity if he doesn't feel he's right and ready for the team, and he clearly does. And he didn't let us down.
3: Oh, he did, he didn't let us down. And to be honest, I mean, it, we all love it when we get a young homegrown player that comes through. And when they went off against Tottenham, they were singing he's one of our own. It, it was yeah. fantastic, and he was obviously really nervous to start with, and he he did absolutely fantastic. Um, but I mean, it was a it was a funny old game, wasn't it? The weekend because, like, the monsoon before the game. I mean, like, we, we sat in a, a coffee shop having a tea and cake um, before the game because it was mid afternoon. Sometimes we go and have something to eat, but like mid afternoon, we went on a tea and cake. And then we came out, it was just raining. And then as we were going to the ground, the heavens absolutely opened for yeah. about 10 minutes. Everyone was taking cover. And you were just like, I hope this dies down or stops because. Ten minutes of that, but like half an hour to an hour of that, you would worry about waterlogged pitch, wouldn't you? And the game being actually uh, called off. People say they yeah. wouldn't call it off. I said if it gets waterlogged and it's dangerous, that they'll, obviously they'll call it off, but it's settled down. I mean,
0: yeah, the conditions obviously don't suit most players and it's always been the old adage, hasn't it, that can the Portuguese players do it in the rain, etc. But, you know, evidently they can. I mean, Leicester, I think the stats are 64% uh, possession. So, for Wolves to still win a game with 36% possession uh, against the side like Leicester is fantastic. I mean, that's a really, really important three points, Dave. And if you look at the previous games, i.e. Um, the uh, Spurs game and the Arsenal game, to be honest, I thought it would have been the other way around. I, I fancied us more to get um, a result against Arsenal, not against Spurs. And I mean, yes, I know Spurs is probably one of our lucky grounds, but to go there and get that result is, is just fantastic. And
3: 16 the, minutes, and uh, or is it 17 minutes, 2 0 up? It was dreamland.
0: Yeah. And the job and it Bruno's
3: could have
0: been four, doing, Before the, half time. Oh, the job Bruno's doing is incredible. And a, a player I want to um, pay a bit of respect to is Leander Donca. Now, yeah. we, we yeah. all know the Wolves fans love a skate-goes. Yeah. We, it's, yeah. It's, you know, factual. Um with Dendonka, yes, he doesn't score 30-yard. I'll put this on Twitter. He doesn't score 30-yard well this That's week. All, in the yeah. camp, but he does so much work off the ball. Um, and then you've got some fans going, oh, yeah, but it was only a tapping. It doesn't matter, does it? Well, what's he supposed to do? Take it to the edge of the box? He reacted,
3: right? though. He reacted fastest. Down. Yes, there were three Spurs players, uh, including the keeper, and he yeah. reacted fastest to put it in it the did. net. David
0: reminds me a bit like Dave Edwards. Now, I'm not yeah. putting him on, a, on on parity with Dave Edwards uh, for ability. What I'm saying is he's a player that hits the box late. Now, Wolves fans have moaned in the past, Neves doesn't get enough goals, Moutinho doesn't get enough goals. Well, Dendonca has scored a few goals for us, you know. And, and I just think arriving late in the box like that is something that that we have missed and, and lacked. Um, so I was really pleased with that, to be honest.
3: No, absolutely fantastic, mate. And uh, you know, uh, there's been a little bit of criticism. Uh, I don't know what you think of the Molyneux uh, crowd recently. Uh, how did you feel the atmosphere was? Because there was a, a, I thought it was a bit damp against Norwich. I thought it was a, a lot better against Arsenal, and I thought it was pretty decent against Leicester. And one, a Leicester fan actually went on uh, on Twitter, which I, I shared, to say that it was the best. Uh, atmosphere best crowded being. too So I don't know There's mixed opinions About it How, What do you feel? I mean
0: Dave You know I firmly believe Especially the night games The Wolves supporters Are always the 12th man um, Now the fans' parliament Has disbanded Supporters can't moan About the pies And the hot dogs in a, in, You know So they're moaning now About each other And I think it's ridiculous Really because Listen We've got a fantastic Support base um, And I just can't understand Why we're going to Criticise our own support It's just Ridiculous, I know, and, and,
3: and some fans have been getting on, which I've seen. I haven't seen so much because I've been like really busy at work and yesterday doing getting all the vlogs. Off, but I saw a few posts, people defending Raúl quite rightly, yeah. and I, I, I'm, I'm judging from that that Raúl's been getting a bit of stick. Oh,
0: listen. Um, on, on the on the note of the supporters, it, it, it comes to something when, if all we've got to moan about is the South Bank not singing and the Steve Ball stand not singing, that's a great position to be in. With Raul, he's come back from a massive, massive injury. And listen, once again, Wolves fans are quite quick to, to, to write players off. Last season, Moutinho's legs are gone. I've, I've yeah, 100%. People, I've seen people criticising Neves. Max Kilman was wrote off before we played three or four games for the club. Conor Cody doesn't deserve to play for England. So you can write Raul Jimenez off at your peril, but look at that goal against Spurs. You know, you can keep writing him off. Yes, he's not as prolific as he was. It doesn't mean he's not going to be. And at the minute, he's still our best chance of a goal. And that's, you know...
3: Well, fact. exactly. You know, and we, we do have to understand as well. People have to understand he, he might never, he, he never have came back at all. He probably yeah. not at his absolute best. But he hasn't had the best of service either. And no. we have been struggling in the wide positions. And now we've got like Neto coming back. We've got Pedenz, who's Look, I mean, the way Pedence turned... Was it Tillemans that he, um, oh, he turned inside and out four or five times? To the- be honest, Dave, I watched that earlier. And even the
0: Wolves admin has commented that, that he sent the, the player for a hot dog. And the thing is, with, with Pedence, I mean, these are the exciting players that we want to see. Yes, his decision making is gonna get a you know, better, obviously, and should he have passed it early or whatever. But do you know what? When he beats players like that, listen, he's a special player to have on the team. Really special, I I really, really like him. And I, I think I think he'd probably get a bit more notoriety if he was Argentinian. If he was a little diminutive yeah. Argentinian number ten, I think people yeah. would be sitting up a bit more than they do with the fact he's another Portuguese player.
3: Well, 100%. And he, he took his goal really well. It was his first Premier League goal for Wolves. It was a fantastic strike. Was, uh, I know Smichael then tried to moan that Raul was running in his way, and it goes to VAR. And over the over the years, since we've been in the Premier League, how many times have Leicester got away with it, with a VAR? And well, he thought, oh no, not again. But it was given. It was such a clean strike. I mean, it's right in line with where, yeah. where I was and uh, it went right in the corner. It was such a, and it, to be honest, it came and we have to be honest, We were. it was against the run of play at the time, I thought, because Leicester yeah. were very good at the start of the second half. Completely. And Leicester scored just
0: before half-time, obviously, which is the best time to score. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, yes, the fact that Raoul was possibly in the way, we've seen him not given. Um, and I was expecting it not to be given, yet it was. And then you've got uh, Neves' goal. I mean, the way he passed that into the net, the way he did. It's so easy as well. When a ball comes back to you to absolutely, you want, you want to hammer it. You know, you do. And the fact that he's picked his spot. So, with such composure, he's just testament to what a great player Neves is as well.
3: Absolutely. Well, what I want to um, to ask you as well, because we always do on the, uh, the thing, is we're going to look at what your performance rating is. And then as a pundit, you get to what we do each week now is we get to nominate our man of the match. And at the end of the show, all the people's vote in the end, whatever our nominations, they get to vote uh, off our nominations on their man of the match. And I've also wanted to come on, once you've given that, another question which I want to ask you before we finish on your feeling regarding to this season and the rest of the season. So, Jason, what would you give it as a performance rating? I'd say performance rating, I'd say 7
0: um, you know, obviously there was a bit of room for improvement. We didn't have much possession, um, as much as we'd liked, but we made it count. So for that, I'm going to give it 7 out of 10.
3: 7 out of 10. And who are you going to nominate as your man of the match for the Leicester game?
0: Um, I'm going to give it to... It would, For me, it would have either been between Ruben Neves and uh, Daniel Pedence. So I'm going to give it to Pedence. Um, just think he's a, he's a really tricky little player. and I think we've got so much more to come from him. And like I said earlier, he's one of them players a confidence player. He needs to run a run of games in the team. Players like that, they don't just, they can't just play a game and then have two games off and then get the way back into the team. It doesn't work like that. They need no. to play run a run of games for confidence. So I can only see that player getting better and better
3: providing a stick with him. He seems to uh, be a player of, of very much of confidence at the moment. You see how he, because he's got such a low, I mean, he's been, um, he's been compared to, uh, likewise, into Eden Hazard, hasn't he? Yeah. Wall's version of Eden, because he's got such a, a low centre of gravity and he turns yeah. and he's... He, he, I don't know, he's, he's just he's just got a bit of something about him and it gives us a different dimension to every other player on the pitch.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. And it just surprises me, really, why I think was he we got him from Olympiacos. It just surprises me that he hasn't had a, a better career for his age. Um But, listen... How old is he now? I think... He's either 26 or 28, I might be wrong. It could be 26, I think. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, listen, everyone else who's lost is our game. So, I think we've got a really special player there.
3: And I know, mate, and just think of all these players 10, 15 years down the time and that you're going to have rolling up onto your podcast and all the stories we're going to be having from this era. That'd be fantastic.
0: Well, that's why I'm going to sharpen up on my Portuguese. So... <laughs>
3: Absolutely. The yes, wolf
0: whistle will be back. By the way, obviously we've had a break because of um, my personal circumstances, but we'll be back, and we've got loads of uh, former players lined up.
3: And I'm looking forward to uh, a new uh, version of my of my Wolves 11. And I know that you're going to come on that, and it could be very interesting with your association with the All Stars to uh, hear what your all-time Wolves yeah, 11 will be. We'll, get, we'll, we'll do that at some point coming soon. And Jason, obviously. Where we're at in the season now, Wolves sitting in seventh place. Uh, Obviously, we had that start. We've ticked off United, Yeah, we we played off the park early season. We've ticked off Tottenham, and now we've ticked off Leicester. Those were the first three games of the season that we we could have had an extra anything between three to nine points from those games.
0: uh, Yeah, Dave, exactly that. The first three games of the season that we lost, um, we actually played really, really well. And even if we took two victories from that, we'd be in a completely different position now. Maybe if if we're sitting in fourth or fifth now, maybe that's a bit of a false picture. But I think where we are, we need to be happy with, we've still got so much to play for, so much to fight for. I just hope the supporters don't get too carried away with the expectation levels. And it's not saying, oh, we was in League One eight years ago and all that rubbish. I just think let's just enjoy it as well. It's easy to be in the moment of something and get carried away and, you know, I just think we need to enjoy it because it's special times.
3: It it very much is. And this is only just the first six months of the Bruno large era. Well, the first, yeah, just over six months of the Bruno large era. And, he, you know, there's so much more to come, as you say. But looking ahead to uh, Arsenal and West Ham and also those European places, what are your thoughts ahead of those games, just to finish off on?
0: I mean, Arsenal and West Ham, I think obviously there's no easy games in the Premier League. I'm hoping that being as Arsenal celebrated like it was an FA Cup final, that we're going to do the same there. And um, it, listen, if we get four points from those two games, that, that would be fantastic. That's maybe a bit of a big ask. But I think if we can get one over Arsenal and get a draw you know, against West Ham, I think that would be unbelievable and keep us in a really, really strong position.
3: Absolutely, and I said if we got seven out of nine points from these three three fixtures, that would be a fantastic return. We do love we do love London, though. We've got such a great record in London, and I do think the players are going to be so motivated after the way oh, Arsenal yeah. celebrated. And I said at the last the last podcast last week, it's a sign of how far we've come as a team that exactly. the likes of Arsenal are celebrating like that have beaten us.
0: Yeah, exactly that. Um... <sighs> Dave listen I, I i can't wax lyrical enough about this this team and this squad of players and like i said when nuno left i was or got pushed whatever I, you know i was i was quite upset by it. and we, um, yeah.
3: and then a shock it really wasn't it more than anything he, he didn't see it
0: coming and then bruno come in and i never expected this and i'll go on record now and say no, i think bruno is a better manager than nuno i think what he's done with this squad of players and he hasn't really He hasn't really made many of his own signings. I think what he's done with his squad is absolutely fantastic. So if you think if he's got a bit of money to to chuck around at the end of the season, how far we could actually go without getting carried away.
3: Absolutely, mate. I think he's done brilliant. And we said at the time it could either go one or two ways with that decision. And... They called it looks like they've called it exactly right and he's taken us hopefully to the next step. And I'm confident we can get European football, which sort of, whether it's conference league, Europa League, or yeah, God forbid, can you imagine Champions League? But if we get six points out the new next two games, you've got to say Wolves are in there. Wolves are wolves are in contention for it. And yeah, and- I
0: what, what I wouldn't want though, Dave, is Wolves now to be creeping up the table to fifth and even touch upon fourth, and then to slip out into fifth and sixth again, and yeah. then the walls fans to be an absolute mountain. Yeah, we chucked yeah, it away. No. We've
3: we We've to finished see. top off this season from where we started. Yeah. On his first, you know, first season. Yeah. That would be amazing, and we haven't invested that much. I've, I've got. I do feel that walls will go again in the summer. I think there will be investment in the summer. I think it's the times right, but we'll yeah. have to wait and see on that. Jason, absolutely brilliant to have you back. Hope, I'm glad. I know you've been away for a long time because it's been difficult with your internet and everything, mate. And, uh, yeah. you know, and hopefully you'll be able to come on more often now because I always no, love having Thank you opinion. for having me
0: on, Dave, and keep up the great work because I hear so many positive comments on the work that you do, so keep it up.
3: And, G-Man, exactly the same. And, uh, you know, you do a lot of great work for the uh, for your charities and look forward to your next event as well, mate. Brilliant. Thanks, Dave. Cheers, Jace, Cheers, man. So that's Jason. Uh, Great to have him back. Uh, Backstage currently, we've got Thomas, Matt and Charlotte. We're making a debut along also. We'll be having Paul Mansell, friend of the show. But next up, my good buddy, Manny. How you doing, mate?
4: Hi, how you doing, Dave? How's everybody this evening?
3: Oh, mate. Uh, Well, I think, to be honest, feeling a lot sunnier than the weather.
4: Yeah, has everybody dried out? <laughs> it's Mate, a question. It, was
3: so, it was it was so wet, and you have to say that you know it, everyone got wet. But the Gene Kelly stand or the Graham U stand, they you know with their with their ponchos on and stuff like that all the way through the game. You know, absolutely fantastic. It's good to have that stand back actually.
4: Oh, brilliant! I spent the two thousand three four season in that stand um, oh, did when you? we finally, finally made it back to the Premier League after 19 years that was my my stand so um uh, you know uh, we had a lot of um wet moments you know and we got pummeled a few times as well didn't we in that that season but um it's uh, saw some good good performance actually a very good view from that corner it's actually a, it is uh, isn't it yeah, yeah. it
3: is because it's right but on the corner flag yeah. uh, and everything obviously uh, they had to re- basically rebuild it because of the uh, the building, there was issues and stuff like that, so it took a little while to get it up to a up the capacity. I think there was thirty-one thousand four hundred and sixty-two. I think that's the yeah. capacity at the week at the weekend, wasn't it?
4: No, it was cracking the crowd. You know, the crowds will always come. I mean, it's the best position we've been in for four decades. So you ain't going to come now. You're never going to come. So well,
3: exactly. <laughs> and what did what was your uh, what was your take on the game?
4: The game was, you know, this is we we're coming into March. Only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is three points. Nothing else matters, believe it or not, nothing else. We could have had fifteen shots at goal, you know, Schmeichel could have made save after save after save, and if we'd have lost it, it wouldn't have meant meant nothing. So, you know, the most important thing is getting the three points. I know when you've seen teams that have finished in the top four in previous seasons. They just know how to win. Even Liverpool and Man City will have games where they don't play that well, but they'll grind out a win. They'll get the right goal. They'll defend well. And, you know, if if that's what Wolves need to do and that's how they need to play and it's backs, backs to the walls and things aren't going for them and the opposition are playing well, but they still come out with a win, that is a real, real good trait to have. It's a kind of a trait that, Wolves teams of the, you know, um, near past and um, uh, going back a few years didn't used to have. It's the kind of game we would lose. You know, it would be a, a drab Dower Day where I we were dominated been, by the it's opposition. Sort of game, and we, would,
3: sort of yeah. game we would lose, man. And Robert Fletcher says if we get Europe this season, which should, which we hopefully we will do, yeah, for him, yeah. Bruno is manager this season. Um, yep. And and be honest that's not that, you don't have to win the league to be the best manager, I don't think
4: the, at the start of the season they had a, a poll the Premier League did on who was the best manager in the league and Bruno large was bottom. Is that right? Yeah, he was naught percent so nobody no there was there was no votes for him he was bottom. so lots of pundits were tagging wolves to maybe flirt with relegation because Bruno large, let's be honest, was a bit of an unknown bit like Nuno, a bit of an unknown. Even to us, it was a little bit of an unknown. And what he's actually done, right? And I, I say, about forget the signings, forget how, whether he's had money to spend or not. If you go through individually, our players, virtually every single player is better. So much better. Not, the, not just from last season, from previous seasons as well. They've learnt so much more. You know, Aitnuri and... Samedo were a little bit iffy defensively. Nobody gets past them, generally, no. this season. No. You know, the three... The so back, improved,
3: especially Samedo. He's yeah. so much better
4: this year. So, you know, they just know positionally where to be, how to get the ball, um, how to distribute it, how not to lose it. And the back three do the same thing. The goalkeeper's just out of this world, you know. Um, the moment of the game was that punch. You know, when he came out full plout, and Schmeichel's going head to head. I'm are in you, line with that. No, I'm, I'm right really in line. In, oh, right, yeah. I, I was right in line with the Pedence shimmy as well. I fell down twice when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was right in line. Dave, we are right behind it. So when he went, we went as we went this way, and it was like, honestly, it was. So you know, at that moment when he punches that ball, it takes everything, and he takes Schmeichel, and he, it's like man and ball. I'm gonna win this ball. There's no way you're gonna get to this ball, and that determination, that heart, that desire, you know, and and that shone through the team. So even when you don't play well, when you see that type of attitude, that commitment um, from the defence in the second half as well, the defence in the second half, they were absolutely brilliant, cleared everything, every cross that went in, every corner that went in, they got their heads to it. There was no way they were going to get beaten again, you know, and Wolves have conceded. Two open play goals in 12 games in the best oh, league in the right. world.
3: It's mad, isn't
4: it? It's, it's unreal. Mad. It is madness. It is complete madness. You know, and and we did have a, a you know a goal scoring problem. The four teams. I, I, I did a post about this. You know, we lost four out of the first five um, against um you know Leicester, Spurs, United, and Brentford, and we've beaten all four. Ticked them all well, off, yeah. Ticked them all off, and we scored seven goals. We didn't score any in those four games but we scored seven goals in those four games now. So that just, for me, that shows that this guy learns, he analyses the opposition. If you look at what Ruben Neves said about Bruno Large in his interview, we know everything about every single player and every single team um, beyond what we used to know, you know, with previous regimes, and and we the finite detail they go through. I think, um, his brother Bruno Large's brother is really involved in that, where they gather so much data on each. Oh, yeah, he so was saying,
3: would... I saw an interview about it, how he very, very much feeds the data. And, um, I saw something else people I don't know how true this is, but it was a it was an article that when Bruno Large came, they didn't actually have one of them rooms with the big TVs, with the chairs and stuff, and they had to classroom. Because I think Neves talked about it, Cody's talked about it, how they go into every game with so much yeah. detail about the game plan and the opposition and what they want to do, to the nth detail. And he's like a student of the game, isn't he, Bruno Large?
4: Well, he I is. He, you team can team. see he lives football. He's like he's not you know you couldn't you couldn't see bruno Large doing chat shows and punditry he just for him it's just on the training pitch analyzing and those four games prove it to me that you can lose four games and then later on in the season you can beat the same four teams and get a maximum points against real tough hard opposition oh, that was you know time. and um uh, and that's that's why this this weekend's performance People call about performance, oh, that we didn't dominate, we didn't get. It's only about the three points. We've had enough performances where we didn't get anything. We've had enough chances where we didn't slot them away. We scored two absolutely brilliant goals. If you saw the first goal, the way Smado, Dendonka, like Pedence links up, the cross, the knockdown by Dendonka against three times, Dendonka's involved in that goal, right? And and then Raul attracting three players and then laying it so calmly into the path of Neves and slotting it in. It was a world-class goal. It really was. That was, if you watch it back, it's just mesmerising to watch. You now what
3: made me laugh about that goal? Uh, I think most of us have watched the Neves interview uh, with Dave yeah. Edwards, which is really good. And one yeah. of the things he said... Is when they sing my song, I feel like I got to score with two with it. We sang I've it. Had a minute before they were singing his song. They
4: were singing they? it. Yeah, we well, we all said it. We sang it, and they scored. And the thing is, you know, we just talk You just talked about the atmosphere, and is it and isn't it? For me, we don't sing the songs enough. We don't. The Neves Chat only got one airing. We need to sing more. You know, I come out there, my voice is hoarse. I can't. I can't talk anymore. You know, and 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 the thing is, um. Cody said, it's the 12th, man. It sucks the ball into the net. It makes such a huge difference. So just get off your feet. And we're never going to have these times again. You know, let's be honest. This is the moment... This is like a huge opportunity. We don't know what the future is going to hold. We don't know. No. Players will be there. Managers will be there. This is live in the now, live in the moment. Go for it. Thursday is everything. Thursday is oh your my, Cup God, final. You what, too- Thursday is your Champions League. Thursday is your World Cup final. And approach it like that. And then go to Sunday and approach it the same way. And, and all the players talk like that. All the managers talk like that. So us as fans, we should be exactly the same. We should be led by the manager and our captain, the way they talk, and our vice-captain, because they're obviously very, very successful. They've proven it this season. They've put us in a, a position. You know, the season we got into Europa League, we were on 34 points after 24 games. We're on 40. Six points better off when we, when we finished seventh. So it's, it's a, such a brilliant position to be in. And he's had 25 games. Sorry, 24 games of his career at Wolves. He's done that in 24 games without actually introducing many new players. Options coming out of his ears now on the bench, you know. Yeah. People like Tocchino can't even get on the bench now. You know, you've got Huang and Trinko and everyone, Neto, and, you know, all buzzing, champion at the bit. What that means is Pedenz has to perform what that means is Raul has to perform. What that means is Dendonker has to perform because Kundal's waiting, you know, and these players are waiting to take the the, the jersey. And that's exactly what he wanted. And he's got that now. Suddenly he's got that, you know, everybody is fit. And and you look at Muscara and Bowley. They yeah. get into half of the Premier League. sides, so you know, just walk into them and then they can't even get on the bench for, for our side. And they were fit, you know, they're fit well. So, I'll
3: tell you what, someone, uh, I, I saw a graphic, I don't know whether it was on one of the socials, where he put out two sides, uh, two different yep. sides and stuff. And Bruno, Bruno Large definitely He said he wants two for every position that he wants. I know we definitely, I think we all agree that Wolves need to, uh, you know, push on, hopefully invest a little bit in the summer. But I think... You I, know
4: I what, to- I, 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 I think of it... You know, I, the only the only signing I wanted was a centre midfielder. Yeah, and we signed him. His name's Luke Kundal. Luke Cundall. We, we, well, we wouldn't say, have, I say, don't say, think he
3: said he, he he's been said he didn't want to rush into it because he believes in Luke Kundal and he showed that belief by starting him against Tottenham when You know, team. if we, if
4: we'd assigned a player and his name was Luke Kundalini for twelve <laughs> million, twelve million from Braga. And he played like that in his first match against Spurs. We'd have been doing some assaults. What a brilliant, you know. So it's actually, you know, it's not always about Everton. Ke- Look Ke- at Ke- Everton.
3: what's another point, in fact, mate? Because it No, no let's really just make million.
4: it. I just want to make a point about Everton. Everton have spent millions. Their owners have thrown money, money, money. You know, Villa have thrown money, money, money. Their fans are saying, oh, bloody hell, we're worse than we were. Um, with Dean Smith. I do know. Because then, right. you know, with
3: the teams below and winning. You know, that,
4: it's about it's making the players you have better and bringing players through. Kilm and De- Toti Gomez. Suddenly we had Sy out and he brings Gomez in and nobody can beat Gomez. So <laughs> let's, you know, let's actually believe in these players and believe in the players on the bench and believe in our manager. The manager believes in them. The players are performing. You know, beating West Ham, beating Spurs, beating United, all beating Leicester, all at key, key times, key moments. The moments we used to probably lose, you know, when we used to have a key match before, you think, oh, if we win this one, we'll be in a great position and we didn't yeah. win it. We have actually won matches and now we're going to Arsenal. And it's, you know, we should treat it like this is our cup final. We're going to go and we're going to give it everything. And once we're out of that, we're going to do the same on Sunday. Is that how the players seem to be approaching it? And we, as fans, should be ready to absolutely give hell, like you know, everywhere we go. So I'm um, excited.
3: Should... Uh, I'm excited for the Leicester game. Uh, what what would uh, not for the Leicester game? The Arsenal game. What would you give as your uh, performance rating for that Leicester game? Because so, you do know, this is like people
4: managing to st-
3: win when yeah. we haven't played very well. It's a sign of a. A really good
4: side actually. So for that because of this stage of the season we're at. If that was the start of the season, I'd say, Oh, we don't look very cohesive and we didn't get much possession. So I'd probably given it a six or something. But because it's so key right now and it was so much about getting the three points, that's an eight out of ten for me. Because yeah. we got what we we're went like,
5: for. I that, an eight, actually. We got that what we we, we
4: went for. We took scored two of our best goals this season and we got three points out of a sort of a must-win game. So that is right up there for me. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the backs to the wall. I enjoyed the defending. I enjoyed the real hard tenacity. I enjoyed Bruno saying, actually, we need another person up front. And he threw on. He was brave. It's easy to say, oh, we need to maybe protect a point here. But we did yeah, it. He took
3: midfielder threw- off. Yeah, and
4: then he threw... And then, he had... In a, in a way, he had no reason to throw Neto on at that time. You know, he hadn't even kicked a ball. I wasn't expecting brave. Neto to start. I'm he honest. was brave enough. And he threw him on. And he excited everyone. He, and and you could see the crowd lift. And, and that's what we, you know... We, that's what we need. And we got we got all that coming now at the business end of the season. Arsenal ain't going to be easy. Of course, right. it ain't going to be easy. It's going to be a tough, tough game at their place. They're, you know,
3: there's going to be, I think, there's going to be more expectancy on the, from the Arsenal fans on them after the run they've been on than us. But yeah. I've got, a, I've got a feeling about Thursday. I've got a really, really good feeling that we can, we can go there, and we can get the points, and that would really throw the uh, the, the cat amongst the pigeons.
4: Cat amongst for, the pigeons is already there. It's already there, right here, right now. Wolves are good enough to mix it with these teams, after Man City and uh, Liverpool and Chelsea on their day, everybody else is beatable because, like I said, West Ham, we beat them. Spurs, we beat them. United, we beat we beat these teams. And we beat them comfortably. We went to United, remember? Yeah. And that was a comfortable win. We went to Spurs. We we'd won the match after 16 minutes. West Ham didn't get a kick at home against us. Didn't get a kick. And we beat them. You know, So we're beating those sides, so why not believe? Why not say that we're going to actually bloody do it? And don't say, oh, I'll be happy with seventh or eighth. This is a really special time for, to be a Wolves fan. Let's give it everything. And I'm not saying if we don't do it, oh, we've failed. I want to go in and we've given it absolutely bloody everything on and off the pitch. And if we've done that, then I it's think we're going annual. to do We can't ask for any more, but I think we'll finish in a real, real special position and nothing... nothing What's your
6: gut
3: saying, Manny?
4: Oh, I think we'll get second. No, not really. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) That's right through, everybody. Maybe next season. I I think we'll finish in the top six. Yeah, that's kind of where my gut is. Somewhere, And and if we finish in the top six, right... It will be the greatest, one of the greatest seasons in our almost in our history. From sacking a manager, from the doldrums of who we're going to sign, losing a couple of players. You know, we've lost our keeper. Who we're going to bring in? Who the hell's Jose? Sarr, Bruno Lage? What would the hell have won Jose? Or in,
3: in between the sticks now in the Premier League
4: well, is there you go. And, and then so so to to have an achievement where you're possibly going to be top six. From that position, Bruno Large, bloody hell, Bruno Large, he's, he's, you know, one of the greatest achievements in the Premier League, that would be. Um, uh, And and we've got some real, real special players.
3: We might not not have the depths of squad as some of the, you know, the likes of Tottenham and Arsenal and United and some of the world's superstars, so to speak. Let me tell you, Dave,
4: you know what, you cannot, you cannot for all the money in the world, you cannot buy the team spirit we have. Exactly. You, you can spend a billion pound and you won't get the team spirit we have. What What Connor Cody, Ruben Neves, the senior players there, have created. You look at Connor Cody when he was with Neto. You look at Conor Cody when he's with Neves, when he's with um Ait Nuri. He's like the ultimate big brother. He's like, they absolutely love him to bits. And they all sing from the same hymn sheet. Ruben Neves said... He goes, if you don't join in with the way we are, then you won't be here for too long. He said that in the interview. He, and he the, and, did. And, and, and he then did. when he we... And got matches, me thinking of, run. like, you know, maybe players like Catroni and stuff like that, the players who didn't fit in and didn't. And, they you know, they weren't there much longer. So, you know, and they've got this team ethic. They've got this way of playing. Everyone seems happy. You never even see... Some of the players who are now on the bench thinking, oh want, why don't they play me? I want to play. No one ever sulks when they get subbed. You know, when someone gets subbed and the player throws a, a wobbly and kicks yeah, a hard bottle. Hard you, hard don't, in, you don't you don't see that at Wolves, you know, no one gets disappointed for being taken off. They just, okay, yeah, I've got another player. So we've got to we've got to go with the flow. We've got to be a part of that team spirit. We've got to be a part of that management and that um Captain's psychology that they're using, we've got to go with that. Enjoy it, you know, and 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 really, really um this moment grasp it, and we can grasp it on the terraces, they can do it on the pitch, and anything's achievable. Really bloody is honestly.
3: <laughs> absolutely, I mean, absolutely bang on. I think that's something that we've got special that that, that wolves have got, and you can see that that. Great characters, uh, great individual people as well as great footballers. Manny to finish off on who's your nomination for man of the match for the last
4: day? Like, I'm gonna agree with Jace because um uh, he threw me off my chair twice with that shimmy, you know. Nice. Absolutely brilliant. And if that eight shot had gone in, what a goal that would have been. It was you a know. good
3: strike from eight as well. Yeah. He
4: and he and, and he put the... the and his his crossing is really good, and he crossed that ball, which eventually Neves scored from so Pedence needed a run of games he's getting a run of the games and now you know why i think he'll perform better because Neto's in and because when players like Pedence is a little bit cocky and is a little bit arrogant and if he sees P- Pinetto ripping up defenses he he'll want to do the same as as well it drives people on to perform better and that in turn will benefit Raul because he needs those players in and around him sometimes he lacks that you know and um, uh, and and he needs to hit off a bit of a partnership with those with those players. So, I, I you know, it's real, real exciting time. Obviously, you know, things might go wrong, mistakes might be made, but we just got to give it everything, and anything's possible. Anything.
3: Absolutely, and you're going to be uh, both uh, Arsenal away and also uh Ham yeah. away, along with me and many others as well.
4: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. We're you know really looking for Arsenal's, you know, a bit of a trek on a Thursday night, but. Those are the special oh, days, you know. you remember yeah. the championship, you know, Middlesbrough was a Friday night and it was, it was Cardiff was a Friday night. These midweek away matches, you know, they're quite special moments for Wolves. And, like, and um, it
3: could be a special moment if we can go there yeah. and get the result. It's a game that you'll got to be believe, watching.
4: you know, you've got to believe with it all your heart and not, you can actually think, mm, will it? Well, no, nah, if you think like that, that's what happens in life, psychology. If you think that actually I've already won before I got there, I've won already. I've got three points. I'm only going there to celebrate and enjoy. That's the psychology I'm taking, you know. And that I hope is we go really there and
3: we, uh, and we do beat them. And like what Paul said, rather than just going mad at the end, we just like, job done. Cheers. Walk off the pitch. <laughs> See you later.
4: Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's be right.
3: Right. Manny, absolutely brilliant having you on again. I hope we hopefully can catch up with you down at uh, the Emirates sometime on Thursday before the match. Nice. Yeah. We'll, get no there. we'll
4: probably then be down later, an hour or two early so, right. okay, Take
3: care everybody Cheers buddy
4: No problem, see ya
3: As always Manny puts across some fantastic points Love having him uh, when he can make the show uh, Absolutely brilliant And um, We've got backstage We've got Paul Young Thomas, Charlotte Matt and next up We've got Jack Hello Jack
7: Good Evening Dave, evening everybody
3: Thank you for being so patient and thank you everyone in the green room for being patient today. Um, if you're watching uh, live on YouTube or you're watching it back, please smash a like and if you're listening to it back on the podcast, please leave us a rating and uh, the links uh, to our partners are in the description below. Jack, how are you feeling today? Every time we speak lately, we seem to have won the game.
7: We're on a really good run, aren't we? And and I think that's probably what carried us through yesterday, to be honest, because I'm going to put it out there before we start. I thought Leicester were the better team. Yeah. And I've, and yeah, I've, got, I've got no I've issues with it. Whole, yeah. Yeah. But what carried us through was our confidence, momentum. We had to dig it out. We had to grind it out, dig in. And we'd managed to do that. If we'd have gone into that on the back of, say, one win in six, we'd have probably lost that game. Because yeah. we were on four wins out of five or whatever it was. The players have got that feeling, they've got that confidence coursing through their veins. They knew exactly in those key moments what to do, how to get us over the line. And it was a it was a really positive sort of result for me because when we've played well this season, it's not all we've not always got the results we've deserved. So to get a result yesterday where we weren't at our best, you've got to take the encouragement from that. You can pick the performance apart if you want to and say, this wasn't good enough, this wasn't good enough, we need to be better here. Which is what the analysts will do, and Bruno will do with the players. But as fans, when you don't play well and you win, you've just got to accept it and, and put the points in your pocket and move
3: on. What well, mate, uh, this is exactly it, because you you can't play. No team very rarely can play well, or they have an off day. Even you know every so often. And you're right. Um, And I said at the end of my, in my instant reaction straight after the game, excuse me, that you know. Probably on the whole, Leicester probably were the better side on the day. But we were the better side against Leicester in the first match. We, In fact, we were more dominant, if anything, than Leicester in the first game and didn't win. So it's kind of a little bit of karma in some ways that, you know, maybe they had the better of it. We got, you know, had a few scram- scrambled clearances, their, their goal that they took. Um, you know, it was coming and probably at half-time you'd say 1-1 is a fair scoreline for half-time. Then the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, they were virtually camped in our half and we were struggling to get anything together. And then up pops, uh, you know, the mighty Atom, Daniel Pedentz, with an absolutely, you know, power blaster of a, a rocket shot along the ground, sliding along off the the slippery, rain, sodden grass straight into the back of at uh, net. And then... After that, I thought, you know, we grew in confidence. Leicester still had a few, but they never really
7: hurt us much after that point, did they? No, they didn't know. And I think their confidence level is probably a lot lower than than what ours is at the minute because of their league form. And you could kind of tell when it went to 2-1, their heads went and and Schmeichel was coming out and moaning at the referee and moaning at everybody, about, you know, looking for excuses. And it's kind of that thing, isn't it, when you're in a bad run? everything seems to go against you. And Leicester must have felt that as well yesterday. You know, we had three shots on target all game and we'd scored two of them and we were 2-1 up and they're probably thinking, "What's going on it. You know, whereas like you say with us, it was kind of those key pivotal moments in the game. We got the early goal. We weathered the storm at the start of the second half. We got the substitution bang on, bringing the extra forward on in in Wang. And we got the second goal for 2-1 and we saw the game out those really key moments in the game, we, we were on top and we got them right. And that's probably why we won the game more than our good play or, or anything like that. It was just those big key moments in the game we got right. And that's the sign of a good team.
3: Absolutely. And uh, and also, I don't know whether you think, I've noticed that Bruno's making his substitutions earlier than he did early part of the season. He left it quite late a lot of the time, but now he seems to be a little bit more decisive uh, in making the substitutions
7: Yeah, and and I think we've seen Bruno grow as a manager, haven't we, this season? You know, we we forget sometimes how sort of fresh he is into his managerial career. He had 18 months at at Benfica and the rest of his career he's been an assistant or he's been sort of a first-team coach or he's been working in in academy level. So, you know, he came into the Premier League, didn't he, on the back of maybe 50, 60 games as a senior manager? Might, might Might not even have been that, actually, but... As the season's gone on, he's grown, hasn't he? He's become more confident, particularly sort of with the media. He's started to have jokes with them, hasn't he? And sort of a bit of banter with certain reporters. And, you know, he's made some quite witty comments about certain things, hasn't he? And you can see him growing and becoming more confident. He's got his team around him, hasn't he? I know his brother plays a big part in that, in terms of that that squad that he's got of, of staff. Tony Roberts is fantastic. Tony as Roberts well, cannot be understated
3: on the work that he does with the uh, keeping and the set pieces and the defence. He's a key. He's. I think he's been quite a key part of uh, that. And you know, he come in. I think. He, I don't, is he still involved with the Welsh squad, uh, international team? On. Yeah, sure. he is. Yeah,
7: he sort of. Does when we have the international breaks, he goes away and, and does that, doesn't he? And I think our under twenty three goalkeeper steps up and, and goalkeeping coach steps up and works with the first team while while he's away. So it kind of works for, for him in both senses, doesn't it? You know. There so seems yeah, to be a
3: very united uh, team, a staff team off the field, as well as, obviously, I think Ruben Neves, uh, in his interview, said it's the
7: most special dressing room he's ever been in. Like, yeah, and he's played can, at Porto. You can see that, can't you? You can really see that come across in, in some games and in certain parts of games as well. That team spirit, you see, the way that they sort of embraced Cundall on his debut last weekend, You know, before the game, they were all there cajoling him. At the end of the game, they were congratulating him. They've sort of embraced him into that dressing room culture. And you can see in the interviews as well, the dressing room, there was the, the interview with Cody and Neto the other day. I don't know if you saw it for, I think it was Sky Sports did it, didn't they? And, and just the, the affection they've got for each other. I mean, that's not artificial. That's genuine camaraderie. And you can't you can't put a price on that. Like Manny said before, you know, you can spend as much money as you want on, on any players in the world, but if they don't buy you into your dressing room culture, they're not going to last very long and they're not going to be successful. Whereas what we've got is, is the exact opposite. We've got players that... You know, don't leap out as, as, you know, great signings or fantastic players on paper, but they come into the dressing room, they have a role to play. They do it, they take part in the, the squad and they contribute and they, they make they're better players for it.
3: And I'll tell you what, this, this strikes me at this stage of the season of a team... There is belief in one another, and I think they believe they can do something special. I know we lost, we got knocked out at the FA Cup, which was disappointing. That was probably a lo- one of the low points of the season. Um, you know, when I came away from the Arsenal game, the match after, even though we lost, I felt more positive, actually, strangely enough. And then we followed it up with the win at, at, at Tottenham and Leicester. And I just think there's a belief that they can go. And they can do it, you know, Jack. They can. They. I. I think they're. I, I would say, they might not say this because obviously league position and everything. But I think they believe, and they. They are going for fourth place. I think that's their aim. And if they fall a little bit short, we've still got, you know, aim for the stars. And if you get the moon, do you know what I mean? That type of mentality. And I. I. I believe. I. I really think they can go. They. They believe they're going to go to Arsenal and they're going to beat them and West Ham.
7: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's the way you've got to do it. You've got to kind of say, right, what's the absolute maximum we can get out of this group of players as as individuals, as a squad? And let's go and do it. You know, don't kind of say, oh, well, you know, what, what you don't want is to be after that Liverpool game on the last day of the season for us to end up wherever we finish and to go, oh, if only we'd have done this or if only we'd have, you know, you don't want that. You don't want any regrets. You don't want anything to be going, what if, what if. Put absolutely everything out on the pitch and see what happens because fourth place is, is so achievable. It really, really is. It's, 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 You know what? This the Premier League.
3: They're like the final third of the season. It's so exciting because obviously you got, you know, Liverpool and City. You know, after the results of the weekend, you know, they're going to shoot it out for the title. And then Chelsea, you think are going to finish third unless they have a drop off. And then you've got down from fourth to eighth, any one of those teams can finish in any of one of those positions for the uh, for the Champions League, Europa League or Europa Conference League. And then you look anywhere up from bottom up to about the bottom seven or eight, and then there's any one of those could go down as well. It's it's so exciting, the Premier League this season. It's, it's all to play for all over the pitch. It's probably the likes of Crystal Palace and in the middle are kind of like... You know, going to chunter along till the end of the
7: season. But everyone else, there's
3: something to play for, pretty much.
7: Yeah, no, and that's why it's such a great league, isn't it? You know, because there's so many stories and and there's teams like Everton who who are right down in the relegation scrap now, aren't they? And, you know, I think Brentford are dropping like a stone. They they looked, you know, Christmas time, you thought they're going to be comfortable mid-table. But all of a sudden, they can't buy a win for love nor money. And then you've got, you know, Man United, the, all their issues in their dressing room. You know, Tottenham are very, very inconsistent. West Ham seem to just be running out of steam a little bit at the wrong time, don't they? Plus, they've got Europe starting again soon, which will add to the pressure on their squad. We've just kind of sailed along. You know, there's no choppy waters around our boat. Is there everyone else seems nice. to be, you know, in danger of capsizing at any moment? Whereas we're just kind of like, you know, just carry on, carry on. You know, next game comes, we win. Move on. Next game, you know, even when we lost to Arsenal the other week, you know, it didn't rock the boat, did it? We kind of went, okay. you know, you lick your wounds. You you know, you have a bit of a moan about their celebrations. But you just move on and you go and beat Tottenham three days later, don't you? And then you back it up yesterday against Leicester. I think
3: that that was the key to me, is that we've gone away and beat Tottenham. And I, I was saying before the game, we have got to back it up and beat Leicester. We can't go away to Tottenham and then not beat Leicester, you know, by hook or by crook. And I felt there was a little bit of pressure on there. The players probably felt a little bit of pressure. And maybe that's why. And the weather conditions were not great. And Leicester, they, they played well against West Ham in the previous game, especially in the second half. So they, they did play well. And that was cutting through us a bit. But we had that. And then we found a way to win. And to me, the top teams find a way. To, to to get a result and we did that and if we can then back it up on Thursday night next one game at a time which I believe I really believe we will I believe that we're going to go to uh, to uh, to Arsenal and win and apparently I've been invited onto AF TV this week so that's going to be fun uh, <laughs> so uh, going to be I will be saying that um, but. Um, if I if I can do it, I've been invited on, so you know the look out for that. I'll let you guys know, but uh, I think we can. I think we can do it, mate. And I'm ex- I'm so excited I, uh, to see Pedro Neto come on at one getting fit, the options that he's got now at this stage of the season to be the strongest we've been all season coming into that key period of the uh, the season. It's uh, we don't want to get above ourselves because at the end of the day, it's Wolves, and we all get excited and then. You know what happens. But sooner or later, we are going to do something. We've, we've, we've been the nearly men a, a lot of times in the last three or four years since coming up. And it is an opportunity. And can they grasp it? Can they grasp it, Jack?
7: I, I, I think they can. And I think they, they believe they can as well. I mean, I, I think, like we've said so many times this season on here, we've gone under the radar. But that suits us down to the ground. You know, Because as soon as Sky Sports, Talk Sport, BBC start picking you out and going, they're good, aren't they? And that's when the pressure starts to come on. And, and then that's when you kind of get those extra pressures from the outside. And What you want is the pressure to be coming from the inside. You want the manager and the captain to be driving the standard, not the pundits and the press. Forget them. It's your captain and your coach that lead the standards and tell you what they expect every single game. And that's exactly what we've got at the minute. We haven't got, you know, Sky Sports doing half an hour analysis on every game that we do, like they do with Man United. You know, we haven't got that. So all we've got is Bruno and Conor Cody saying, listen, lads, this is what we need to do today. And that is such a good position to be in because it's so much easier when the players in the squad know exactly what's expected of them. And they've not got to worry about what people are going to write about them or say about them on the telly or on the radio. They haven't got to worry about that. It's what the manager and the captain think, and that's what we've got.
3: Absolutely, and that radar mate—they've the spotlight. They've spotted us under that radar, and uh, they've started. They've started actually including wolves. You know what? The frustrating thing—we've all been like—they talk about Europe and thinking. and we just get—we always left out the equation. They never mention us. They've started to drop us in. So, if we do win these, get you know four points out the next two, you know we can get the results, then they will start seriously talking about it. Jack, to finish off with uh, your performance rating in your man of match. Uh,
7: I, I was probably give it a seven and a half. I mean, I thought there were, there were some good things Six we did yesterday. Point, yeah. yeah. There were some things where obviously we'd need to improve. And then we've kind of talked about that, but seven and a half, the significance of the result, I think probably pushes it up a mark because, you know, it would, it would have been easy with the weather conditions, with how well Leicester played for us to just take a point and go, that's a decent point. Actually, but to go on and win the game, I think is really, really important. I think we, we can't underestimate how significant that result could be down the line. Uh, man of the match, I'm gonna have to agree with the, the two lads that have been on before. I think Pedence was probably the the big difference maker yesterday on, on a on a difficult afternoon, you know, against a good side, someone that can create something out of nowhere is absolutely invaluable. And you saw with with the, the goal that we scored, the first goal Neves, the cross that was sort of half cleared, came from Pedence. And the second goal, obviously, the finish from him as well was really, really good. And and like we've said, he's a confidence player. And with all the things that have happened this since he came to us about 18 months ago, he's now having a run in the team. And you're starting to see the benefit of that because he's, he's starting to feel at home, isn't he? I think when you speak to footballers and all this, they just want to feel at home. They want to feel loved and they want to feel like they're making a contribution. And he probably hasn't felt that until now. And you can see suddenly we're getting an extra 10-15% from Pedence every single game. He's probably one of the first names on the team sheet right now, which is crazy when you think about the options we've got in the wide forward areas. You could play Wang, you could play Ness. I would
3: say it's definitely hard for him to lose his shirt. you know, we've got obviously we've got three three big games in a short period. The squad's obviously going to be Used especially maybe on the wing back positions, uh, up and down, up and down, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think if Aitnour is fit and some fit on um Thursday, you will probably start with them, but then it'll be interesting to see what happens with West Ham, mate. Are you, are you at Arsenal and West Ham?
7: Yeah, I'm at both games, yeah, looking forward to it, yeah, absolutely.
3: Of course, of course you're and I bet you, um, Wolves got a yeah, is it the
7: fau Cup coming up as well? Is it yeah, we got it on uh Saturday, so, so before you'll the probably West be Ham at that as well, won't you? Yeah, one one pm down at Molyneux, Yeah, so no, should we should good. wish the uh,
3: it's the quarterfinals of the FA Youth Cup, and we should wish the, uh, wish the lads uh, all the best for that. I'm also going. I've got a busy week because um, yesterday was at the match. Then I was at a regional meeting at Manchester. Tomorrow I'm at Oldham in Birmingham. Wednesday night um, I'm at Molyneux again because I'm going to watch the England ladies uh, play Germany. I'm taking my niece who's a West Bromwich Albion fan. To Molly New. How oh, that happen? Um, yeah, because the other half of our family, they're all Baggies fans, you see. Oh, and you you uh, gotcha. she's a, she's a Baggies season ticket holder, so her her mom and dad are the best. So we're taking that, to Molly to 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 New tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, she might just, we might just pop by the club shop as well at the same time. Can you imagine? Um, but yeah, and then obviously we've got, we've got Arsenal and then West Ham. So it's a busy, busy, busy week. I'll, we'll do a little mini-vlog on the... Uh, on the, uh, the England ladies side but uh Jack hopefully you can go and be uh, get us a bit of a report for next uh next week's extra time on the uh, the FA cup that would be quite nice as yeah, well do, a, yeah. hope they can because if they get through they're in the semis
7: aren't they then is that home yeah. and away Legs. uh it's one leg it's uh, away at Manuel Leicester if they get through so could be could be good, but uh, got a got win on Saturday first, haven't they? So fingers well,
3: crossed. Well, you know the the Yeomans are good because they, they beat Tottenham three 0 and then we then we won the following day. So hopefully they can beat Brighton, we can do exactly the same again. Jack, great to have you on again, mate. Much appreciated, no problem, mate.
7: Thanks, thanks everyone. See ya.
3: Cheers, man. So that's Jack. Always talks a lot of sense. Then hopefully I've got Charlotte, because um, I've got Charlotte. Back, who's um, who's hopefully going to be on. She's not there. Uh, we look like we've lost Charlotte. So, um that's okay. So, we'll bring on quickly Matt before we get to Paul and then uh, Thomas. So, Matt, hello, mate. Okay, all right. I'm not too bad. How's it going?
5: Uh, I'm all right.
3: Uh, mate, your your um your sounds not very good. You got you got like a cricket. You got like some sort of cricket that's uh, that's eating away. We all seem to have problems with you.
5: One
3: minute. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go to Paul, uh, and then we'll go to we'll cry you again. Paul, hello, mate.
6: Hi, Dave. All right.
3: Hi, everyone just before we get on to um um thing i just wanted to say again everyone um if you can support what my partners the spotted spider vpn who power extra time they've got a link below uh they sent me a router which connects to your phone well connects to your internet router and it protects your privacy across all your devices in your in your house So if you're you know you're watching any american netflix or all of that stuff, it means that you can uh, choose where in the world that you are and that type of thing. And I would also like uh, to point out uh, that currently one of my new partners, um, if I can find it, we've got a competition currently running uh, to win a Daniel Pedence signed frame shirt from football prizes. Um, the link is in the description below. I will put the link up here as well and basically it, it ends on uh, 7.30 on Wednesday. It's, it's fully signed, uh, framed, delivered and authenticated by football prizes and there's up to 99 entries maximum. I think even if there's only like uh, 16 entries or four entries or whatever it is, they still do the draw. So uh, if you want to get yourself into that, um, check out the link that I put in the comment and also in the description below let's hope i do get that out now um once i put it on the screen let me just oh i'll just remove it there there we go we're back paul it's first time i've tried that and it worked so that was cool (laughs) paul absolutely fantastic mate and uh you haven't had to go to scouts today have you or
6: have you gone and come (laughs) back it's half term it's half term so uh i've been spared the uh pickup today did you get into trouble last week paul just about got away with it last week. Yeah, thanks for uh, reminding me. Next time I know we were we night... were that
3: busy chatting away and nattering and everything. We almost like um, we and I, I, I was like, oh Paul, you need to go to scouts to pick up your daughter. <laughs> but but that's it. and you're are you um? What games are you at this week?
6: What games have I had?
3: What games are you going to? Cause I'm oh, sure sorry, you can play Game. Arsenal or not? Can you?
6: I can't go to Arsenal. I'm teaching until six, so um, I'll get home to watch it on TV. But I think it's on know, Amazon Prime, is it on or something like that? It is, yeah, I believe so. So it's um, not
3: not it's not not often you miss, but obviously work can uh, can mess these things up and everything. But you're at West Ham. Are you at West Ham? Well, of course you're West Ham because we're going together for West Ham. I can't wait for all the food and goodies and that your dad and your dad's uh, lady does for us. I'm yeah. so excited about that. That's going to be a great day. And you'll be able to see yeah. Paul and uh, his dad and uh, is it Balak on the international yeah. star after the game at yeah, West Ham. So that'd be great. I'm looking forward to that. Be a, be a good day out that will.
6: Yeah, um, it was really interesting actually spending the journey down with you on the way to Brentford because I've never spent the day with someone who's got a YouTube channel before and it's really interesting to get an insight into all the content that you have to make and, and right. all, the, all the thinking that you have to do about it and what goes into it. So yeah, it makes me really like appreciate all the time and effort that you put into it. I appreciate having that. Having spent the day with you
3: yeah well there'll be more of that, so you there's no escaping you'll be on the vlog and the the journey down and everything like that. I was up late last night and a bit of a, I've, I've got to say I must apologize because my my match vlog is one of the worst match vlogs i have ever done in some ways because um because it was so wet i'll talk i will explain to people why it's not turned out it's still a good vlog because I've got the goals and everything, but it was really cold and wet, and I was doing the um Obviously, capturing the, all the day and, and everything. But half the, of um, the stuff that I captured, I captured in slow motion. So instead of it being like a five-second clip or a ten-second clip that I uploaded to my computer, it turned into each clip with like a four-minute clip. Like you got the start and it, it's slow motion and stuff and like because of the rain and stuff. So I was going through that and I've ended up putting both goals on twice, uh, the Pedence goal and the Nevis goal on twice. The Pedence scored before half time <laughs> as well. <laughs> it was a, it was a bit all over the place and I was really tired as well. Um and I didn't finish it until like about 1 a.m. in the morning. I've set it out so I do apologize that the um the um it was a little bit out of sync but it was still entertaining and the um the rain the, uh, it's like never heard anything like it. Did you get drowned on the way walking in?
6: Yeah, um, I'd, I'd brought my daughter to the match wearing a pair of trainers. And by the time we got to Asda, the trainers were that saturated. We had to go and buy her some wellies because I thought, I can't let her sit through the match and get absolutely freezing, therefore not wanting to go to the matches again. So we had to buy her some emergency wellies from Asda before the match.
3: Well, uh, that, that that's fantastic. <laughs> it was a work because I put my boots on. Uh, Paul, we've got Shay, the Leicester City fan, Dave Leicester fan, were robbed. Should have been a pen in the second half. Well, all I've got to say to that, Shay, is that, with respect, we've actually said on this uh, channel tonight, we've actually said Leicester were the better team on the day. We've actually acknowledged that. uh, And it's fair to say, I would say, uh, overall, probably Leicester were the better team, overall. But I would also like to point out, in the last five games, you've had... We, Wolves have been robbed by VAR decisions. We absolutely battered you uh, in the first match of the season and we were the much the better team and it was a great goal from Vardy. So you've had more than your rubber the green in the recent five games. So I'm sorry, mate. This time it was our turn maybe not to have the balance of play but to win the goal. And at the end of the day, we put the ball in the back of the net twice and this time you wasn't able to disallow it by VAR. Although... Schmeichel did have a very good go. So, res- with respect, mate, hopefully you take my point. But we have said, well played to Leicester. And, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you have got the U- Europe to concentrate on now for the rest of the season. And um, hopefully you qualify for that because you won't be in Europe next year if you don't. Uh, Paul, um, what are your thoughts on the game as a whole?
6: I, I agree with a lot of the stuff that you've just said. Um... Perhaps in the first half, we slightly shaded it. They still looked dangerous in the first half, but I think we played some really enterprising stuff. Um, In the second half, they were definitely the stronger of the two without really creating an absolute clear-cut golden opportunity. They had some decent attempts from around the edge of the box, but you never felt like at any point we're all over the place here. What I will say is that I think it's the it's the most open we've seemed to be for quite a while at the back. And that's that's not a disgrace or anything because our standards have been so high and Leicester played some really good stuff. Um, but I do think he's got one or two things to consider for Arsenal on Thursday because um, I know Tillemans' pass that set up All Brighton for the goal was a really good pass. But I think that was indicative of us being a little bit more open than what we have been. So, that's just I, something for them to think about. Yeah, for, and um, to, to
3: be fair, we day. got away with a couple early doors in the first half for their equaliser, the ball bounced for us. Uh, so, I yeah. made that save and it went right between two of their players. Correct. You know, we, we were scrambling a little bit and Leicester, you know, we have said Leicester played really, really well. They were cutting through us at times and they did play well. In the second half, you know, they were on the front foot, but we got the goal against the runner play. But like we said, sometimes like good teams, those are the results that you get. Um, I mean, like, how did you feel when Pedro Neto came on the pitch?
6: Yeah, I was, I was so happy because during lockdown, like many fans, I'd often wander off and go and do the washing up when the match was on. It was like pulling teeth at some, at watching some of the games. But watching him during lockdown was such a big plus you know, he was the spark, wasn't he? He was the energy. He was the drive. He was the skill. And I was so encouraged by his cameo. He looked really strong. He looked really quick. He looks ready, basically. Um I don't think he'll get chucked in at the deep end on no. Thursday. No. But would you rule it out completely on Sunday? If he gets, say, 20 minutes on Thursday, would you rule, rule it out him starting on Sunday? Because I wouldn't. Given how strong he looks, and maybe playing him for an hour, and then swapping him, what do you think about Sunday? I think I think you make a point. Um, he looked
3: really fit. He does full yeah. of energy when he came Not on. At all. He actually he looked fitter than Wang. Yeah. To, to be honest, Wang came on and he looked more up to pace than Wang did. Um, I think you're right. I think I think. Against Arsenal on, on Thursday, I think we'll play three five two. I yeah. think it'll be virtually the same team. Turned over United with that formation. I think that's the reason why he stuck with that formation at home to start with um against Leicester because it had been so successful. I thought him changing to three four three um during the second half was a very good move at the time that he did it. It was a good decision. It worked. But I think it'll be three five two against Arsenal. I think it'll be the same. I think you could see Neto coming on maybe before Wang, getting about 25, 30 minutes um, for both of them. And then, of course, you've got a game two days later. And if he's come through that, you could potentially see him starting. Um, you know, it might be a bit much for Raul to start all three of those games. You might see Fabio that might start for West Ham. Um and then bring Raúl off, is because you've got to be careful not to not, that these these players don't break down. So it's a it's it's a tough decision. But we we've, we've got Johnny Otto on the wing back. He could bring in Marcel. Oh, we've got three wing backs available. We've got a Hoover on the other side. Johnny Otto can play over that side as well. We've seen him do that in the past, haven't we? So you know, yeah, the wing backs are key to how we play. Um, the defense picks itself. Yeah, back
6: three. Yeah, so, I mean, we've been crying out for competition for places in a squad for a long time, and it's and it's now got to the stage where there probably are two good position, two good players for each position in some positions to a greater extent than others. Um, and given that games are going to come thick and fast, I mean we've got another Thursday Sunday scenario, haven't we? In March, I think with Watford and yeah. Everton. So I'm not I'm not in favour of complete rotation because I don't think you change a winning formula yeah. unless you have to. But at the same time, like he did yesterday with the early substitutions, I'm I'm in favour of these early changes when we've got quality on the bench. It's really hard as a player to make an impact in ten minutes. But in half an hour, twenty-five minutes, you can really Uh, feel the rhythm of the game, get into it and actually make more of an impact. So don't be surprised on Thursday, however the game's going, if changes are made around the the hour mark, I think. Carl wants to know, would you play Kundal against Arsenal? I don't think that's a a daft decision at all. Um, was looked a bit off the pace um, yesterday. I don't think that's down to his age because that hasn't been a factor all season. For me... He might have had a bit of a hangover from his injury. And also, I think he was being asked to do a lot yesterday. Being on that on the left of the midfield uh three in the centre, he was having to keep shifting out to try and deal with Ricardo. But also Leicester were playing three in the middle. So he was having to almost do two jobs, and he ended up doing neither particularly well yesterday. So Kundal could come in maybe off the bench and yeah. and um, and play like that he, he certainly didn't let us down at tottenham and nearly got himself a great assist with a through ball so oh well yeah he...
3: that would have been a brilliant assist the thing is as well with mttino i always think we lose a little bit of mttino when he gets booked because he's because yeah. he's such a terrier type of player Kundal's very similar in that sort of mold they're very similar he's like they're both foot 5 foot 7 and I'll tell you yeah. what, it Kundal turns out to be football heaven, like what Matino yeah. is, half the football heaven. But Matino is a bit of terrier. He goes in and once he's picked that booking up, it just takes a little bit away from his game, I think. I thought it was good game management from Bruno because obviously he didn't want him picking up a red and it was slippy. One, one late tackle, he was going to get a yellow. Some, I thought there might be a red at half-time because there's so many yellow cards going out that I thought there might be a red for either team. Yeah in I the did, end yeah. there wasn't but you know Mat- i i i think he'll start martinho against arsenal i, I, I just think yeah. he's going to start martinho against unless he's got a knock uh, but if Kundal starts we've seen that he can do a job
6: yeah i think we we can trust any player that comes in i don't think any player now because the team is such a well oiled unit just slot in to the unit they're not they're not like a group of individuals. They're they're an actual team, and everyone knows their role. Everyone can contribute. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry too much about who is or isn't playing because whoever plays, I've got faith in them. And oh. like you, I really fancy us on Thursday. I think we'll get some revenge for that.
3: I've got a really good feeling about Thursday, yeah. man. And as, as I say, I've been invited onto AFTV, uh, that pre-recorded show. So. <laughs> If I can do it, then that will be uh, that will be yeah. interesting. I'll let everyone know about that. Um, mate, um, I just wanted to ask you whilst you're on, Romain Saiz, Joe Matinho out of contract in the
6: summer. Would you offer them new contracts? I don't know why it hasn't been done already, to be honest. I mean, you could have the argument that, oh, we don't know if we're going to qualify for Europe or not, and that might affect things. I don't think it should affect things anyway, because even if we did qualify, I still think both of them, could have an important role to play um, within the squad. Not only are they very talented players, and they've proved it over a long period of time, but they're also good in the dressing room. They're also good characters. So I'm surprised it hasn't been done already. And that leads me to think, is it going to be? Um, so for me, they both should have um, extensions. And say two years, you know, He's Possibly a character, Saïs, as well. He's, he's funny. only 31.
3: He's funny, isn't he? And for a defender, yes. he's still at the... Pre- he's yes. so funny. Uh, he's, he's just got personality. You know, you, you just... You, you know, what do they call him? The Moroccan Maldini or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I hope he does because... I, I, I've i got to be honest, Paul. I used to have a real doubt about Saïs playing. at the I think, yeah. I thought he was, he was almost a shoo-in for a booking. But again... And I, and I think Nuno had confidence, but I think Bruno, I think what Manny said is a good point. Bruno seems to have improved every single player. I mean, Samedo is a completely different player defensively in terms of his timing, his uh, placement on the pitch, his positional play, how he reads the game, how he's fitted into the system. And Saïs has improved... Again, in the same sort of way, at, you know, in the defence. And then Kilman, another example of that. He just looks, imp- at times, is imperious. He, he, he does make the odd mistake, you know. But he's also not frightened to go and on a run. I mean, it's been reported today that Chelsea are looking at making an offer for him in the summer. Apparently, Kilman was a boyhood Chelsea fan. It's like, but we've got, he's on a long-term contract, Kilman, till 2026. It would take stupid money, and if he's going to get into the England setup, his value is only going to go up. I can't. I, I just they might try, but I just I don't think you can. If we get into Europe, especially the likes of Neves, uh, Kilman, they're not players that you want to be selling for any money, really.
6: Yeah, I was having this conversation yesterday. I think someone said, Oh, uh, "If you don't get into Europe, will Neves go?" Do you think? And I said no because players like him, they can see that we're moving forwards, we're improving, we're challenging these top teams and even if it does mean that we end up missing out by however margin in the end, surely they can see that if Bruno's given some transfer funds in the summer, he's a good coach, he makes players better and we're getting better. So, maybe the the grass isn't always greener on the other side.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, 100%, mate. It's like you know, we just, I'm so excited at the moment where we're at. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, I know you. If anyone's watched um, watched the game and stuff like that, but what would what would your rating be
6: for the week? My rating would be a seven. Um, I've seen us play better on quite a few occasions this season. Equally, I don't think we played poorly. I think we could have kept the ball better in the second half, but I think the conditions were such a factor. Uh, I know you could say it's the same for both teams, but it really seemed to interrupt our um, possessional play yesterday. And also, being ahead means that you are going to probably see less of the ball while the team chase the game. So I'll give it a seven overall, because overall, I think it was a fairly good performance and the result was obviously fantastic. Um, in terms of man of the match, I'll go with my daughter uh, who said, Pedence. Um, oh, yeah. It's nearly oh, a full house okay. from the pundits tonight. Yeah, I do want to mention, um, Semedo as well. Um, I you think like he Semedo, really don't you? defensively, he's won me over, he really has. Um, in the last few months, but I thought he looks so solid defensively. He's reading the danger a lot better. Um, he's taken up some great positions going forward. He looks after the ball. And I think yesterday he really showed why he could be considered to be a real top class, uh, right back. So... Mentioned to him, but my vote goes to Daniel because um, he's a little magician that we've called for it for years. You know, have we got like this player who's a little number ten who can unlock a defense, who can do something different? That's what he is. You know, we've—I can't really think of anyone we can compare him to that we've seen. No, he, he, he gives us a different dimension to the team. He does something that no one else
3: does because of his low exactly. center of gravity, and you just saw. I mean uh, uh, that that period of play on Tillerman's on that thing where he just literally sent him. He just he, oh, it was just yeah. brilliant to watch that, and then to create the space. He didn't know whether he was going to the left to the right. Manny said he was going like it's like watching the tennis game, and then the and then the ball that he got out after it and Ignor he hit really he hit it so well. Just yeah, that would have been hard, some yeah. goal if that, that had gone in.
6: Yeah. um, One thing I did want to say about Pedence as well, a few people that sit near to me at the match, as soon as he tries one of these things and it doesn't come off, they get on his back and say, oh, it's a waste of time, or don't try that there. But you need players to do things that are different to unlock defences, especially at this level where defences are so tight. You need players who've got that X factor, that bit of skill, that trick up their sleeve, and credit to the manager, because he must be saying to him, you've got the freedom to go out and try these things. If you don't take risks, you don't create stuff like that. So, we've got to accept that sometimes it won't come off, but we've got to keep encouraging him to try these things so that, as we've seen on uh, Sunday, it can look so great when it does.
3: Uh, Matt, and I'll tell you the, the other thing about about that, just on that point, just before we move on, Paul, is that Triori used to try those things in the final third sometimes with it and try and dribble it and lose the ball and then that was to me a big weakness of Triori that he used to try that and then if you lose the ball in the final third straight away your goal's in danger. Yeah, uh, Pedence, he does try these things. He's running at the pitch sometimes he holds on a little bit too long, but he's always trying to make something happen or turn and he loses the ball, but he loses it in a position that's not as dangerous as losing it in the final in our third. He loses it up the pitch and maybe the attack breaks down. But if he loses it, you know, 50% of the time, but the other 50% of the time he makes something happen. That's why we you win games.
6: Yeah. I mean, like you said, you gotta think of the pitch like a traffic light. Near your own goal it's red. You don't try those things. In the middle of the pitch it's amber and you might try it if it's on. And in the final third, that's where it's green. That's when your players like him have really got to um, try things like that to unlock these defences. And I really enjoy watching him play. Absolutely. Well, mate, thanks
3: ever so much uh, for coming on again. I'm uh, very much looking forward uh, to Sunday and our day together. That's going Let's hope it's not torrential rain and we get some nice weather as well. Looking forward to that. And hopefully in between we can get, do the job against Arsenal and obviously uh, we'll be uh, you'll be probably be back next Monday on extra time to talk about hopefully <sighs> I'm just just took a took a little bit of a thought there What happens next week we're talking we've took six points
6: out the next two games can you imagine
3: it,
6: it could happen but i hope people don't get too deflated if if we don't we could lose both games because... but that doesn't mean that we're not in contention still We'll still be in contention, even if we take zero points. Mate, if we finish,
3: don't... if we finish, I mean, I, I was, you You were on the show. We lost three games. I think we'd lost uh, the first three games of the season. I said then, if we play like this, we're going to finish top eight, top seven, top six. And yeah. I was laughed at at the time. You're, Dave, you're nuts. And I had some of the trolls, Jimmy Fox trial and Wolves down all coming on saying we're going to be in a relegation battle. Where are they now? Where's yeah. Jimmy troll? Where are you, Jimmy troll? <laughs> you little Man United fan. Where are you? You've gone AWOL, mate. Since we beat you, since you lost 5-1 and you've not showed your little face. Strange that. I, I can't get it because he, he was always here. Anyway, Paul, uh, <laughs> you've got to have a little <laughs> next troll every so often, but they've all disappeared. Mate, thank you very much. Really looking forward to next weekend. Let's hope uh, this time next week we're talking about um a fantastic week for Wolves. But even if it's not, as long yeah. as they're given everything, it's positive. It. Enjoy it. Yes, Wolf, and enjoy the ride.
6: Yeah, see you on Sunday. And um really enjoyed w- reading the comments tonight in the in the chat as well. Everyone's made some really good contributions. So uh
3: But to, to be honest, yes. we got we got such a good bunch. Um yeah you know, who come on the channel and support and everything. And they have Natters and they contribute so much in the chat as well. And they have a bit of a laugh as well. And that's what it's all about. We've got a really good community here. So it's much appreciated. And as I say, I've just recently gone past my thousands video, which is nuts, really. So Mm -hmm. I'm quite chuffed about that. Right, brilliant, Paul. I'll see you at the weekend. Yeah, nice one. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, pal. So that's Paul. We're, I don't know if Charlotte's been trying to get on. Her partner's working on it. We're going to give Matt another go before we come to Thomas. Let's hope Matt sorted his mic out. Matt, Hello, guys. Right. Can you hear me? That is so much better than you had. Right.
5: Right. I'm, I'm using my grandad's laptop. Um, Your granddad has got a better laptop than you. Uh, I just want to say, first of all, yesterday, whilst... Our blokes were playing before our blokes were playing. Our ladies went out and one five minute, but bo- five minute me That's so. a, that
3: was in the semi final, the Birmingham Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, and we got the stripe loss in the final. Oh, you went got the baggies in the final. We have so you mean the we, got the, we got Can the lost we... Birmingham baggy birds in the final. We have, but um, where's it? Where's the final?
5: Still to be decided, and that's uh, still to be decided as well. Fantastic. Uh, and they're doing they're going well in the league as well, ain't they? The ladies. They are, yeah. Um big games coming up. Stoke at home on the second. Ma- of March. And Matt,
3: are you going to be going to watch the England ladies tomorrow night? Uh I am. I am. I might see you there then, because I will be there uh, for that. I'll do a little mini vlog. I'm not going to do a big one, but I'll do a little bit of a mini vlog. And of course, we should say. Uh, The Wolves have uh, actually got two England full internationals. The senior men's side will be playing two games at Molyneux for the first time. I think it's something like 60, 56, 66 years um, in the Nations League in June. Uh, Italy behind closed draws because of the the incident at Wembley in the final. And then we've got Hungary on June the 14th. Uh, Derek says here, thank you very much. 10 more likes needed to hit 100. So, yeah, please smash a like on the video, it lets YouTube know. If you're brand new, please consider subscribing as well. So, uh you was there yesterday. Did you get wet, Matt? Uh, luckily not, I was in the office tier in NU4. So you but, kept yourself however,
5: nice and dry. However, when I did get in there, all I could hear was... Stud, 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 stud. The rain coming down on the, the
3: roof. You, you felt like that you were... uh you're away in a, in a caravan somewhere when it's chucking it down, yeah. or, you know, that sort of thing, the rain. Was yeah. it very loud?
5: It was. And um, first of all, I want to say, it wasn't the best performance. It was gritty. And I've seen a lot of salty Leicester fans, including a certain Mr. Gary Lineker, being very salty about the fact that they didn't get a draw.
3: Mate, I, I know I, I was quite funny that he was a bit. The producer actually was uh, telling me about how salty he was, and I was, you know, I think he was, he was being salty because he wasn't actually because he had to be impartial on match of the day, and he wasn't on match of the day too. To be fair, we will be honest. You know, it was one of them days where actually we wasn't the better team on the day overall. No, still, no, but any of day, we've had so many times that Wolves have been the better team, and not once so. It, you know, it, it happens in football. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, any
5: Portland other day, right? If I'd have had Vardy, I mean, look, that that could have been a route for them.
3: So we, we no, look, no. What, I think we have still won. To be honest, I, I think it was, like we, we, said, were, we were going we to win that. Leicester played well, but we won the game. We, it, we it, they've had, as I said earlier on, they've had it. They've had it over so many times. So it's nice to be on the other end and they can have a piece of it. Uh, mate, you and, know, so, uh, your,
5: your match frog, and when, when he was stood there talking to them, players, I thought, Oh, god, here we go again, and doing it again. Uh, Stuart that going to be a, a horrible person
3: to us. And was he, uh, was that well on VAR? Was he, he was, oh, right? Well, god, yeah, uh, oh, you probably saw my reaction on them if you've not watched it. Just I, after the Daniel Pudence me, yeah. goal, I'm actually talking. Oh my god! Hold on, wait! It's going to VAR, and you know everyone's just going, oh, you know what's going. And then we obviously we get the decision, and the goal stands. So, you know, and we we saw the game out really well. It was a really good crowd uh, at Molyneux. Leicester were sent to, you know that you know we actually we outfoxed the Foxes uh, at I mean, Molineux. Well,
5: I've seen when Pudence scored, got it. He's a very good taking goal. I've seen a lot of their fans saying I mean if Mines, if it had touched Jiminez which it didn't
3: then yeah it's offside but it didn't touch him he was running away from the ball now I think what he was trying to say was and it, we did get a goal decided, no, I mean, I've and seen and this because he from was one obstructing one the him. Fans obstructing replaying him.
5: a certain angle but yeah.
3: where yeah you
5: know, from where I was sat up in NU4 Raoul actually ran away from the ball and Padent he, he he struck it so as I mean, you've got to give it to him.
3: His performances have been brilliant. Absolutely. And I was, as I was about to say, uh, Matt, the, the, um, they were trying to say that Raul was obstructing his line of sight. They looked no, at I don't it think it he was, was. And Matt, can I just finish first? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and uh, he, he was obstructing his line of sight. And obviously, he wasn't. He was trying it on. Carry on, Matt.
5: I don't. But then then you've got the defender next to him who's also obstructing Schmeichel's line of sight.
3: Yeah, no, also. exactly. And he wasn't, he was just trying it on, wasn't it? He? he was to be honest, even if he even if Raul wasn't there, he was not saving that Raul goal. Was it was it was it was an Exocet missile straight into the corner, sliding off the he wasn't gonna get to it. It was perfect shot. He wouldn't have saved it anyway. Um uh, it wouldn't have saved it anyway. So yeah, you go into um Obviously, you're going to the women's ladies tomorrow night, so I might see you and there. Right? And I'm at. I'm at. You in? I'm in NL1. All right, so you'll be around. So what's your performance rating for yesterday? I'm oh, sorry the... a 7 out of
5: 10, and I'm going to go out of the box and say, Jose, has our man of the match for me. I mean, before he came in, I had no idea how good he was. You're giving Jose, I our man of the match? I mean, you can give any one of them. Man of the Match. I mean, Pudence was brilliant. Joe, yeah. Azar, the saves you made
3: yeah. were
5: crucial at times. That's good because we've got another nomination. That's good. And, as well as say, rate?
3: he is the best keeper in the league. I would agree with you. Uh, per- your performance rating? 7.5. 7.5. Chaotic Ranger says, seeing Smichael flapping at those shots made them so much better for me. It was it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, how are you feeling ahead of less ahead of Arsenal and, uh, and West Ham, West Ham mate? Before we finish off with you, well, we beaten West Ham Wolves
5: this season, so we know we can do it. And Arsenal, well, less the first game that we played them, on am you, well, fantastic. Well, thank you they're so much. For gonna that- they're still going to have that stupid record. If you're
3: going to do that in front of the referee, it's a record. Absolutely right. Well, Matt, a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. And i uh, so glad I'm, I saw your issues as well. Well, you did. Make sure you borrow your granddad's gra- uh, uh, laptop next time. All right, oh, mate. Well catch you later. Right. Cheers. Cheers, Matt. Right, I've got some good news, everyone. We've got Thomas on next, and then we're going to finish the show with a debutant because Charlotte has managed to fix her. Visual and soundish. I can see her backstage. She's been trying for an hour and fifteen minutes, and she's finally there. But we're going to bring on. Uh, we're going to bring on Thomas. Who's, Thomas, you've waited patiently in the wings. Thank you. My God, mate, you're growing up. You are, aren't you?
1: Yeah,
3: two years older.
1: It's, it's been a while. The last time I came on was uh, after I went to the Brentford game.
3: Absolutely, well, absolutely. And mate, how are you feeling today?
1: I'm good. i I mean. Uh, when I came on on the last uh, after the last game of the season um, last season against Man U, and um, I said I thought we could be in trouble, and I I'd like to put my hands up and say I was very wrong. I I I, I also said I didn't want Bruno large I was very wrong. He we is. Have got,
3: we have got a few sound issues with you as well. Oh. Every yeah, just uh, see whether you can sort that out, Thomas. Um, but like, yeah, you, 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 I think yeah, you did have a lot of doubts about uh, how the season was going to pan out. You were very, very concerned, and it's good to hear um, that you've been pleasantly surprised uh, about how we've done. We were really like pleased when you uh, sent a message saying you wanted to come on because it it has been a long time in the breath of the game. In, in the background
1: up the background up, yeah? No, don't think so. I can try and connect another mic and come back in a bit.
3: Uh well, we'll, right, well try you that try that, we'll get, we're gonna get short we'll we'll sharp because get shot I
1: can, I hear, I can myself hear myself, myself back, back, on, back on, on your mic. Okay,
3: sorry. We'll I'll you sort see out. Okay. Right, so we few technical issues there with uh, Thomas is going to try and fix his mic and someone that we've hoped fixed their mic and uh, is on the camera and is probably very nervous. Please welcome, please give a very special welcome to Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte.
8: Hello.
3: Charlotte, you've been trying for about an hour and 15 minutes, haven't you? Yeah. And um, what, what were you trying to connect
8: via? Well, I was trying to like get the, Camera to work and the sound or something.
3: You were, and what are you on a phone now?
8: Yeah, I'm on my phone. Yeah, my boyfriend sorted it.
3: So, you got it sort of, well. Tell him, well done. Is he a Wolves fan as well?
8: Yeah, he is
3: top, top. Like, well, it's great. Loads of people here welcoming you to the channel, Charlotte. I'm guessing you're a little bit nervous because it's your day, yeah. but um, tell everyone a little bit more about you. And how come you ended up supporting Wolves, and where where do you sit at Molyneux when you go?
8: Well, my boyfriend got me into Wolves. Um yeah, good lad. I sat up, up at the Billy Wright stand. Yeah. And um, it was in the... Um, we was in the... Um, we didn't get wet anyway, so it was up. up yeah, after.
3: That's the main thing because I got very, very wet, Charlotte. It was a very wet day, wasn't it?
8: Oh, no, but we all we... saw it.
3: And oh, now it's throwing it down. And I tell you what, Charlotte, because Holly can't make it tonight. Hopefully, um, colleague Bradbury, who will come on uh next week, she was in the singing in the rain, Jean Kelly stand. It's mm. really, I feel it's really important uh, that we get female fans on. Uh, and represented because, you know, as a Wolves fan, there's no doubt in my mind when Wolves scored, Neves scored that goal, Daniel Padens scored that goal, you were off your feet, cheering and shouting and giving them just as much support as everyone else. And it is really important that we hear from female fans on uh, what you thought and your opinions on the game. So, I I mean, how did you feel about the match as a whole?
8: Well, I thought the match was... Really good,
3: actually. Yeah, good um, game for a neutral to watch. As yeah, I would
8: imagine. yeah, yeah. I've never been to a Premier League match. I've always been to the FA Cup ones, but yeah, we went to the Premier League yesterday. It was was that, was that your
3: brilliant. first Premier League match? Yeah. Final. Oh wow! So you managed to get tickets when they went on general sale for the uh, for the cup matches. So to be there for a Premier League match was a special occasion for you then.
8: Yeah,
3: and uh, you're a lucky charm because we won that game, not so lucky at the FA Cup matches, but maybe for the Premier (laughs) League matches. (laughs) Fantastic. And do you have a favorite player, Charlotte?
8: Pedro, he's got it, he's been my favorite ever since. He's just adorable. I
3: I I think, pretty much, every female fans. Favourite player, Pedro, I don't know why that is. Hey, did you see the uh, the interview that he had with Conor Cody where he said he was the most beautiful Wolves player?
8: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: That was quite funny, wasn't I it? I think
8: I've seen that. I think I've seen
3: it. Yeah, and where in the world are you from?
8: Um, Wolverhampton.
3: Wolverhampton. So you're a proper born and bred Wolves fan. That's good. So, you know, I, I, I could tell by the accent, to be honest, Charlotte. And how long has your boyfriend been a Wolves fan? And what's his name?
8: His name's Ben.
3: Is he gonna come and say hello?
8: He's a bit shy. Is he? he he's, not camera t- he's not a camera person.
3: Is he not? He's a very shy. Person. He doesn't no, talk. Oh. So you at least you have the confidence to come on and, uh, yeah. and talk. So talk me through um how you're feeling about wolves this season under Bruno Large, and um, you know. What are your expectations ahead of Arsenal and West Ham? Um,
8: you know what? I think Bruno Bruno is the best manager ever.
3: Yeah. I do apologise um, about that strange bot that's just uh, appeared in the chat. It's already been blocked. Sorry about that.
8: It's all right. <laughs> Carry on. I just think Bruno is... I've, you know what, I've got used to him now. I've got used to him. Being you our manager. Him, you love him. Yeah.
3: Absolutely fantastic. And um and obviously it was one one at half time. Um never scoring that goal. They got the equalizer. Did you think that was about a fair result for the half time whistle? Yeah. Absolutely. And what was your performance rating as a whole for the whole of the uh, the match?
8: Um, seven. A
3: solid seven. That's fantastic. And uh, have you got yourself a wolf shirt?
8: Yeah, I have actually, and it's got Pedro on it. I thought it's got number a feeling... seven. Number
3: seven. You got you got Pedro on the back, and is it the home shirt or is it the, one of the other shirts? um you got the home shirt. Fantastic. I had a feeling you might have Pedro Neto on the back. And who yeah. was your man of the match overall for the weekend?
8: Connor Cody.
3: And it, it, Connor, explain to me why Connor Cody.
8: Well, he's just amazing.
3: He's such I just a great think captain. he's an
8: amazing captain of the team.
3: He is, absolutely. And he's so, he's so solid at the back, the way he organises, the way he motivates. He is, yeah. Um, and he had a really good game again, didn't he? Not so. We've got yeah. another nomination there from Charlotte and a performance rating. Uh, how how was it coming on the show, Charlotte? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. And if you watch a match on the telly or you go to another match, just drop us a message. We're delighted. And next time, get your Pedro Neto Wolf shirt on as well. Yeah. Will do. Fantastic, Charlotte. Thank. I'm glad you made it. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Charlotte.
8: Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Mate.
3: Charlotte making her debut. Absolutely brilliant to hear from her. Hopefully, we'll get Holly next week. And hopefully, finally, we're back with Thomas. And we're hoping that Thomas, is, you've got you switched to your phone. Is,
1: yeah. Is this better?
3: Way better, mate. That's you, in fact, so good. You look like you've got a halo above your head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice top as well. So, uh, where were we when we were interrupted? Oh, I was just saying how I was wrong to be underestimating New, uh, Bruno. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, thoughts on the match? It's it's definitely not the best match I've watched us play this season, and we. I think the main problem we had was conceding the crosses, which eventually led to us uh, conceding the goal. But I think like, the free sent.
3: Oh no! And now he's frozen. Oh, uh, we started the show with internet problems and uh, we're ending the show with internet problems. Um, oh, am I so back? It's, it, uh, yeah, you just like, you froze oh. like that for a second there, but you're back. Okay. We started the show with internet problems, so what we know, it's top and tailing. We managed to get through most of the show, nearly two hours. What a big podcast this one is. Uh, carry on, Thomas,
1: what were you saying? Uh, I think if Vardy was on the pitch, I think he could probably have caused us a few issues, but he wasn't. And we got the three points, which is massive, because we've been on a good run, but the next two games, they are incredibly crucial. I mean, Arsenal, we win there, and sky's the limit. I think West Ham, there's an opportunity there, definitely, more than Arsenal. But Arsenal's going to be probably, a, it's going to be a challenge but from what I've watched of this, this season we can get through anything the team I spirit
3: I think you're absolutely uh, right um I, I mean we've got here goals thing, uh, if it's, I know it's a big, if it was getting to the Champions League Bruno's got to be manager of the season uh, you know what, I agree if Bruno Lodge gets us into the Champions League he has surely got to be manager of the season is surely because what he's done, what he would have done. I mean, even to get us into the into the European places, he's got to be in contention because it's just his first season. It's his first six months. He's just still building a team and an ethos, and you know, he, he seems so motivated uh, on it. Uh, where did you uh, watch the game at the weekend?
1: Uh, I watched it in a in in a pub with my dad. We absolutely we went mental the two and goals. Was the,
3: uh, was, the, uh, was the pub rammed full of... What, what was the pub that
1: you were in, Thomas? Let us know. Just, well, it, it's, it's a group of locals, really. And we were just so happy. I mean, me and my dad, this is our first real... Well, these last few seasons, they've been quite astonishing for us. We've loved them so much. And this season, it's been beautiful. We've, we've been talking every day about how... The chances are coming, and how? I mean, he's still gutted about the FA Cup because every year he's like, I'd Mate, love we're this all
3: gutted about the I FA know. Cup." I mean, it was like, you know, you know how we want me and my dad—we want to go to a Wembley final. Yeah. But you know, I, I did actually—I <laughs> jokingly said, Thomas, after that, the only way they're going to make up for it now is getting champions, is getting Champions League football. Well, they're, <laughs>
1: they're certainly having a good go. They are. I mean. <laughs> Watching every game and it's just nice listening to the interviews, seeing some of the stuff they're doing off the pitch, training. It just seems like they're all having fun and just having a great time, as well as getting results, which I think is great for the club. I think we're doing so well for the players we've got and the squad depth is incredible. I love Willie Bolly. I think he is an incredible centre back, but he doesn't he doesn't get anywhere near that back three at the moment, no one does, and no. it's sad because I really like Bolly. I mean, he was a fan favorite for that. Um, oh, 100%, 100%. He's a shit,
3: hundred percent, and he's quiet and shy, but he's a character as well. And you know, you, you have to say, we, we were looking for defenders, we were looking for a midfielders, we were looking for attackers. Totti Gomez, defense, Luke Kundal, midfield. You know, these are players that we've developed and brought through and they've come in and done a job. Obviously, I still think Wolves in the summer, especially if we get European football, we're going to need a deeper squad and they're going to have to strengthen uh, to push on to the next level. Um, But the job he's done this so far is absolutely uh, fantastic. I think you're absolutely right, mate. Absolutely right. And... um, what are you thinking uh, for your performance writing for the... Oh, before you go on to that, can I ask you, when the Pedence goal went in,
1: what happened in the pub? Well, me and my dad were the only Wolves or Leicester supporters. Um, and, I mean, we're on our chairs and all games... You were, you were in a pub full of Leicester fans? No, no. it was. We were the only people sort of really watching this. It's, and we... We were sat there, and the whole match we were defending. I mean, defending corners coming in, and we went absolutely mental. And what a finish! Schmeichel complaining about Jimenez. If Jimenez isn't there, he's not saving the goal. It was an incredible finish, and I was just so happy because yeah. He was it. there any drinks going anywhere? No, no, not not quite. We we controlled ourselves there. But, Good um, on you, yeah. mate.
3: So what's your performance rating and your man of the match? And so we can get the pundits vote.
1: I think or my, people's performance, vote. my performance rating is going to be a seven. I think defensively we were solid apart from letting a few too many crosses in, which I think maybe Johnny should be given a chance soon. I think Kate Nuri's brilliant, but I think we, he just got the better of, but his work rate for the goal, Podent's goal was really good. Um, but seven, when we went forward, Neto, oh, it was lovely seeing him back. I mean, that that brought a smile to my face seeing him in a shirt, coming on the sidelines. And then for the man of the match, I'm going to go something different. I'm going to go Sice. I've looked at the game, and he won a lot of headers, which, in my opinion, has won us quite a bit of the match. Uh, but before I go, I've got another game booked. I'm going to Watford. We had it booked. Oh, for really? Botford. We had it booked for Boxing Dale was gutted when it got postponed. But yeah. I mean, really now happy. you've got it to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely brilliant. So, right, so the nominations are
3: Daniel Pedence, Nelson Samedo, um, Romain Soyez, and I put forward uh Neves. So uh put your match rating and your um and your man of the match, and the uh, the producer will top that up for the people's vote, and uh, in the next couple of minutes, and just whilst I'm on that, just before we go, just remember you can get yourself um, into the draw for the Daniel Pudence frame shirt. Uh, the link is in the uh, the description below if you fancy winning that. It will be drawn on Wednesday at seven, uh, shortly after the the, the uh, it closes for entries on. Uh, Wednesday, the the twenty third at seven thirty, and quite apt that uh, Daniel Pedence <laughs> has been the most nominated uh, by the pundits today. So, uh, just how you get before you finish, uh, Thomas, how are you getting on with your own football?
1: Uh, I'm I'm getting better slowly but surely. I'm developing and I'm enjoying it, and that's the main thing. I love playing football. I love the sport now, and it's just it's. It's a great time to be a football fan,
3: my I, I, I'm glad about that. But Holly's just scared the living daylights out of me. She's oh, yeah,
1: just told, I, saw, I saw that just Twitter. said,
3: This is Holly who sat in the thing. She's gonna be, Holly, I'm telling you now, you're coming on next next weekend, uh, next Monday night. You need to come on, no, cop it out next week. But she said that Nevis has received his ninth yellow card. And could miss two games if he gets another before Newcastle. I saw that. So, i.e., if he picks up a yellow card against Arsenal
1: or West Ham, hey, eh? or West Ham because it's uh, before Newcastle. Okay, I'd rather
3: him, yeah, I'd rather him uh, get through the West Ham and Newcastle and uh, Arsenal games. But like, he, yeah, he's just, he just he does tend to pick up a yellow card. I think that I think that is actually correct. Uh, to be honest. I'm just waiting for the, the, the result of the vote. We're just coming up to uh, Shire, two hours. Can you believe it's been a two-hour podcast? I, and you've been with us the whole time. And I just want to say a big shout-out and thank you to everyone that supported tonight, uh, uh, watching the video, all the pundits that have come on, giving their opinions. It's been a jam-packed show. And we've got lots of content coming this week. Uh, there will be an international fan reaction we Will be out uh, Tuesday night uh, from around the world. We've got some brilliant footage for that. That look out for that tomorrow night, uh, late Wednesday. There'll be a short England ladies uh, vlog, and then we've got uh, also the same night uh, before the England before we go for that. Hopefully, going to get the Arsenal preview out. And then we've got all the stuff in. Uh, we've got the reaction to Arsenal, and then we've got all the pre-West Ham and the post-West Ham. And next Monday night we'll be having extra time back, so there's loads of content coming up. So make sure you're subscribed and you've got your bell notifications on. I'm just waiting for the for the results, and it's come through, and I'm guessing that's a pretty unanimous vote. It is Daniel, Daniel Pedence thank you so much for everyone tonight from myself from thomas from everyone that's contributed and don't forget if you want to get on here with me you just send us a message on uh, to the always Walls facebook page or to my socials are all in the description below uh, the links to uh, spider vpn and also football prizes win the daniel penanceur that's this week's prize it's all in the in the uh, in the below we've got 17 seconds to go to 2 hours Thank you very much, good night, stay safe, always Wolves. It's the 90th minute all your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by Fans